back to the Law of Attraction Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano, and I'm here today with somebody who I am so inspired by. He's one of the most influential names on the internet. In fact, he has a Guinness Book of World Records title for like the most followers on Vine. He's somebody who you will have seen the video, maybe a comedy sketch, maybe in a movie. He was in Fifty Shades of Black. He was also in a, a TV show that you might know called Black Jesus, which was hilarious. There are so many things that you will know the person that I'm sitting with for, and I cannot wait to introduce him to you and dive deeper into all things, which we're going to go into in a second. Welcome to the show, Batch. Yeah, that was a good intro. Thank you. That was like top. Top five. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Top five. Let's go. I love it. Oh my God. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. We have so many mutual friends who have been on the show. And I was like, yes, we need Kim Batch on here. Here I am. I love that. In the flesh. In the flesh. I love it, King. We're going in. Okay, so look, you're you're a big star. You're you're known everywhere in comedy. You're hilarious. You're every time I see you on something, it's just me laughing again. I'm like rolling on the floor. <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that thing? People say ROTFL, like rolling on the floor. Yeah, ROTFL. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I love it. How did you get so big on Vine? Like, how did you blow up? Like oh, I, I think it was just like, I was just being myself. I was bored. I, yeah. moved, I just moved to LA maybe like a year or two before and uh, just to like pass time by, I was just making videos on the phone and some of them went viral and just kept making them. That is cool. So it's just kind of like a hobby that just, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yo, that's such a cool way. Of and then when I, when I first started, uh, maybe like a couple of months into Vine or a year after Vine, Will I Am, I was in one of his music videos. No, who's yeah. just been on the show too. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so he was called like birthday something. It was a long time ago. You in this video? Yeah. <laughs> you totally get that clip. That's the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I love that. Did you have fun? It was so much fun. Yeah. He did it like a Vine. It was a Vine style music video. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really innovative like that. Yeah. I was just saying, like, he's yeah. always, like, future thinking. Yeah. Really love that. Do you love making content? Is it just, like... Yeah, it's a disease, I feel. Oh, yeah, wow. I can t- it's addictive. Yeah, I can't, like, I can't stop. There was one time I was filming a movie in Vancouver... And I was like, I'm out here filming a movie. I should just relax, just chill. And I was like, let me just take like three days off, four days off. And I was sitting in my hotel and uh, I just couldn't keep still. And I made a music video, just like a comedy music video, wrote, directed it, made, made it, recorded it in like 24 hours. So it's just like, it's amazing. The brain just keeps going. So talking of the brain keeping going, you love it. You're so good at writing. You're, you're into like all of that stuff. Did you know you're going to be an actor, a com- like a comedy actor? Did you know it was going that way? I, yeah, when I was when I was a kid, I knew I always wanted to do acting. Yeah, um, I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I just knew that I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I just and like it was it was weird because I I was raised in Florida, and in Florida it's like there's no way you're gonna make it to California to be an actor. And just in the back of my head, I was like, no, I can do it. Yeah, that's so powerful. Can we go there for a sec? What happened in your life? Like, did you have any setbacks? Did you have any moments where, like, a challenge hit you? Something heavy? Something like, I don't know, something that you went through that really became your comeback, became your growth, became your breakthrough? Like, for me, I had an illness a few years ago. When I lost my health, I 
felt like I lost me. I died inside and I lost my full sparkle. I lost who I was. But it was from that place that Natasha Graziano was born. This new version of me, this, this version of me whose ego was shattered into a million pieces and this new person was born. Have you ever been through anything that kind of kept reshaped you? Uh, nah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you like forgetting me? Nah, I have all that. Uh, <laughs> it was um, there were yeah, because for me it was such like a a far fetched dream. Uh, I have no had no connections. Yeah. Uh, in the industry, uh, we didn't have money uh to like just move out here and and do it. So it was really just all I had was just a, a wish and a prayer. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like coming from nothing to kind of make it on my own. Uh, so that's kind of what it was. It was just me believing in myself. Wow. Yeah. Without belief, we don't have anything. Yeah, like, it's true. Without belief, we aren't who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes like sheer belief in ourselves and tenacity to know I can get there. Yeah. You know, like if we don't believe in ourselves, who else is going to believe in us? That's true. Did you ever get told no with any of your roles? Was anyone just like, nope? Oh, yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah, especially even in, in high school. Like, I couldn't even tell people that I wanted to be an actor because it was looked down upon. Wow. Yeah, so I had to, like, keep it to myself. And just go through school, pretending I wanted to be a financial advisor, do all that. Wow, keeping it quiet, working yeah. in silence. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I would still take, like, the extracurricular activities of mm. acting classes, and I would do these, like, comedy troops, and I would do all these, like, acting troops and things on the side, but yeah, kept it pretty much to myself. Wow. That's I was never in a school play, anything like that. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So it was just like, it just evolved after. Yeah. But it was always there intrinsically, like a seed within you. Yeah. It was like the acorn inside of you. Yeah. It grew into the oak tree. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. What was your favorite role that you played? My favorite role that I played? You uh, got so give me a good one. The most fun was the movie called The Babysitter. It's on Netflix. Uh, and it was fun because the director, he just it was just like a free range, just do whatever I wanted to do, say whatever I wanted to say. Uh, and it was just it was just so much fun. I love that. And did you get to like put your own lines into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The majority of it was was like my lines, yeah. Well, oh, so you wrote it? No, no, I didn't write it. But you want to like ad lib like that? Yeah. They do that? Oh, yeah. That is so awesome. I get it now. So, like, the comedy actors, you actually, like, just go on your own tangent. Oh, yeah. There was, it's, uh, so there was a scene between me, the movie, the movie, yeah, there was one scene in particular. It's me and Bella Thorne, and uh, the director, he was just like, all right, just Bella and Batch, you guys just go, just act. And the whole time, we're just going back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> no way. I think 90% of it was just put in the movie. Yeah. That is so dope. But, so it's in character. Yeah. So you're like playing the role. It's kind of like method acting in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just stay as that. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Did you ever, well, I'm asking you a lot of things, but like. <laughs> One more question. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, wait. So when you play a role, do you ever find it hard to like get out of it? Like, how do you, you know, like. Yeah. No, not me. I can, I can switch it on and off. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But some, I know some people who can't. Like Jim Carrey, I think he went through that. Um, there's some interviews where he talks about it. He had 
imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, so like he would be these characters and he'd be so invested in, into these characters where when the camera wasn't rolling, uh, you know, he was always on, he was always telling yeah. a joke, always doing this. And then years down the line, it kind of like, it'll affect you and your mental health and then you don't know how to just chill. Just turn it off. Yeah. So interesting. We had Adrian Grenier on the show, the lead action entourage, yeah. friend of mine. And um, he's beautiful, but he said he would, he said this on the show, he's like, I would stay in my character. And when I was out, I didn't know who I was. It was I was him. I was literally playing Vinny Chase. Oh, wow. It's so interesting. So girls. But he kind of is Vinny Chase because like Entourage was such a big show right. that everybody knew who he was. But I even called him Vinny. I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me just introduce you as Vinny Chase. <laughs> I love that. Like, but that's so, I mean, wow, acting's a whole different world. Yeah. I think because also I'm more uh, introverted, yeah. so I don't have the energy to stay in these, like, wild characters. Yeah. I have to just, like, shut down. Who's the coolest people you've acted on the side? The coolest? Or, like, uh, you really, like, wow moments, or, like, you've enjoyed? Uh, I love uh, Don Cheadle, uh, John Cena. Wow, John Cena. That's yeah, fun. he's great. He's amazing. Um, Lil Brel, uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, a lot of them are just, most of them are, are just dope people. They're all chill, fun. They just want to get to work and then go home after. So nice. Yeah. Oh, but that's so beautiful. Like, I love that. I was saying earlier, I'm such a homebody. Like, yeah. you know, we want to be in our own energy, our own space after we come away from that stuff. Do you have any rituals that you do at home? Do you have any, like, you go home and you just, meditate or go to the gym what what's your thing we can't talk about that on camera <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding we can go as far as you want no i uh what do i do um i love to my brain is always going so at, at during the day i work um with the filming and stuff like that and then at night i do stand-up comedy so uh i don't really finish until 11 or 12 at night so like, i'm just so tired i go to sleep yeah you know you're just on a lot yeah i want to come watch one of your stand up you come do, on. are you doing some in la yeah I'm yo we're gonna put a link to one below we yeah. fill up. we'll be like <laughs> he'll be like okay this is the one she did <laughs> tell me one for sure yeah, yeah. okay we have one coming up we're gonna put the link below so anybody who's in one of the cities that we put below mm -hmm. you can come watch it i might be in the audience too hey. sorry <laughs> you get some meat. What's your favorite yeah. state? Can I be honest? Yeah. California, I think. California? Because I'm new here. Okay. I love it so much. I think I'm in San Diego on the 30th of September or something. Really? Yeah. Yo, let's totally put this is out before that, so we are putting that up. Nice. Oh my god, I love that San Diego is beautiful. Yeah. And it's about so do you get to like this tour and go on these stages and speak? Yeah, I'm just there. Do you love making people laugh? It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's just it's 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 more about I love making people laugh, but it's more about the energy, like the positive energy. Yeah. I like like giving that because you know, some comedians, there's some comedians out there that have like of course the dark humor and there's some that uh you know they talk about you know, how, how bad life is yeah. and all of that. Mine is more of like, let's come out, let's have fun, let's laugh yeah. together. Um, so yeah, it's just a good vibe, good energy. Well, I love that. Where, where do you get your ideas? Like, you're you're so funny with it. Like, how did you come up with this stuff? It's like, I feel like it's a, 
it's a kind of gift from God. You know, it's like your talent too. I think all of our talents, it's like God gives us all gifts um, and he gives us uh, some some gifts more than others. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's our job to find out what that gift is and then put all our effort into that. So I feel like, uh, like some people are maybe, you know, excellent at the piano, but they won't know until they actually try. And then, oh, they, they realize like they have a natural talent. And then when they focus their energy into that, then they see that, oh, wow, this is, and that's why, that's why some people are just like, but pianist, P pianist. Yeah, pianist. Yeah. I love it. That's so beautiful. I love that. You're <laughs> right. We are all born with the gifts inside of us. We yeah. have to just like unwrap it and find it at the present. Exactly. You yeah. Know? And like, that's such a beautiful way that you put that. I really like that. Did you know your purpose from young? Did you like, yeah. you just knew? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew it's, I knew it's the only thing I wanted to do. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, acting, entertainment. Yeah. Well, you did it the right way. You went viral first. Like, I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know because, like, back back when I was a kid, I remember being in school. They told us like the job that we wanted wouldn't exist. Yeah. By the time that we were older, and uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because of the speed it's moving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew I wanted to be an actor. I think social media wasn't even there. Was not, when I was yeah. a, when I was a little baby, we had no internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like to to you just have to like when when god gives you that path you just gotta pick the right you just gotta follow the journey you can't because a lot of people they'll they'll see it and be like oh the energy i don't want i don't want to do that and they're blocking the blessing you know yeah. what i mean so you just gotta say yes to a lot of things mm, say yeah. yes to a lot of things that's powerful yeah people sit around they're like i really want to be an actor and i'm like sweetie you're doing a nine five but from your five nine, what are you doing? Right. Now I'm not saying you should stay up night, but what are you doing in that section of time where you could be going and applying for jobs, getting an agent, yeah. getting some filming underway? Like when I was building my brand, building into what I do today, I didn't waste time. That's all I did. I put my blinkers on. I was like beelining what I wanted. You beelined it too. Like you moved city for it state for it you moved from somewhere in florida to the place of your dreams coming true where you knew you needed to be and you've blown up you knew i know what i gotta do yeah that's so inspiring i feel like if you were to tell your younger self something what would your message be like if you were to tell them um i don't even think i would need to because i that's how i look at life i already looked at like the way that I see it was um, something was already telling me that I was going to be an actor wow. or an entertainer. Mm -hmm. So I was just, like I said before, I just always had that vision. People were like, no, you're not going to do it. And I was like, all right, sure. So I think uh, whatever message I was going to tell myself, I told myself. Did your family know they behind you on that? They, they were like, all right, cool. Yeah. But make sure you go to school. Yeah, I got that too from yeah. my family. Like, <laughs> but I didn't go to school. Like, I totally just like walked out at 18, moved to America, did a year in New York, recording an album, thought I was the fucking G. <laughs> I mean, like, it was just ridiculous. Oh, I got Jamaican parents. They ain't let me walk nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, now nah, you gonna go to school. Mm -hmm. So yeah. good. And then look at what you've done. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. What is the story that your family? would tell about you? Uh, they would probably say that I'm really impulsive and I have <laughs> a big, I have a, a big dreams. Mm. Yeah, that's what they would say. Because uh, a lot of the things I try to achieve, I make them out of this world, you know? Yeah. Like, just biggest movie star in the world. 
God, I love it. Yes, King Priest. Come on. You are. You got this. I believe in you. You're young. You're fucking hilarious. You're already nailing it. Like, let's go, like, even bigger. Yeah. Where the aliens know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go so big. That's just wild. Like, intergalactic. Yeah. Wow, I love it. Fun. You got a dream. What are your, some of your biggest goals right now? Like, do you have, you're already doing so well. So it's an interesting question. You yeah. Know, sometimes when people ask me what my goals are, I'm like, bitch, do you not see what I'm doing? But it's not that. I know that they're pushing me to go bigger. So I'm yeah. like, okay, bring it on. I want to reach a billion people. Yeah. Like, what's your next? Like, uh, the next goal on the list is um, I started a production company. Yes. Um, I want to want to grow that. I want it to be a billion dollar company. Yeah. Come on, come on, <laughs> we can celebrate. Yeah. I love that. And then I uh, I started a um, well, I'm doing my my stand up. I want to film my stand up special next year. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just you should do a world tour. I, I my friend, Alex, uh, you know, Jack Whitehall, grew up uh, together, but um, I feel like when I went to watch him on his tour, I went to Vancouver, yeah, and it just reminds me you should do that. Saying you should go on a world tour, hundred yeah. percent, you fill up all these spaces. People are obsessed with you, <laughs> hilarious. I love it. Oh my God. And you got so many cool people that would like come and do a guest appearance. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I like being a con- I, Oh my God. I'd be so scared. Like trying to tell jokes. I'd be like, Oh my God. What if it's not funny? Like, you'll be fine. Oh my God. No, I, I really, I love watching comedy. Like it just gives so many people joy. Mm-hmm. What you do brings so much joy into people's lives. And I think that must be really rewarding. You must yeah. like, you know, wake up knowing you're bringing, Joy to somebody, you don't know what they've been through that day. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's like I think everybody has a purpose in life, and as humans, we need to spread positivity in a world that's, you know, fairly negative. You know, that's so beautiful, and it is. It's a place which is like heavy, and we need more joy. That should be like a comedy channel twenty four seven. Yeah. Oh my god, can you create one? A comedy channel, please. I think Comedy Central already has been. But another one. <laughs> much more easily. Like, it's always streaming. It's just people came back. Yeah, I'll do that. 24-7. Bachelor's Pad TV. Yes, please. Go nuts. Okay, I've got a really good question for you. Yeah. What's your most rememberable or memorable party moment? Party moment? Yes. Well, we can't talk about that. I'll tell you, after the show. <laughs> no, um, the most one. Oh, uh, like it's like it's, I don't know. You party and someone threw something funny on you, like a bra or some mad shit happened in like a crazy party scene. Um, you know it's LA, so a lot of crazy stuff. Happened. Really? Uh, I remember I went to uh, Bieber. He had a party, and uh, he he had us. We were staying at Caesar's Palace Hotel, and the room cost like twenty five thousand dollars a night. Yeah. And it was just like there were so many people there. It was just, it was just, it was. I think it was the most people I've ever seen in a party, and people were just going crazy, like circling around. No way! (laughs) There was a donkey. I I kind of like this. I'm jamming with this vibe. It's a fucking donkey in the world. Nah, um, I don't really know any crazy like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That donkey one was good, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's what's your favorite 
to know. What's the most embarrassing song that you love? The most, oh, uh, TikTok by uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. No, no, TikTok, make it drop, and the party don't stop. Is it that's Kesha? <laughs> Yo, I used to jam that all the time. That's your jam. <laughs> When I first went out to LA, I think, I think because like I I vibe with it because like I just moved out to LA and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta come to the city. That was your vibe. Yeah. TikTok, don't stop, planet, that one. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, I but that's that's so funny. I thought you were gonna say one of mine. If someone asked me that, I'd be like, oh my god, that people who come to my house, I put the music on. Like, you'll be transformed from what I play. Like, it goes from, like, The Lion King to, like, Ludovico Iannaldi, classic mm-hmm. Italian music, all the way up to, like, hardcore hip-hop. Naz, like, you just can't put them together. It's just, yeah. like, all over the place. Like, in the same minute. Like, if I'm in a big club and, then, and I've got my favourite album on, which is the combination of this trilogy of wild songs, yeah. people are, like, what the fuck? Like, where do you go? Like, you're really into the moment suddenly, like, on hip-hop, and suddenly, like, the Lion King comes on. I just can't wait to be king. Oh, if that happens, I'm out. Exactly. So, so where are you going when you're, like, in the vibe, like, mid-flow into the fucking Lion King? No, I'm serious. That yeah. literally happened the other day. It's so good. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, my God. My uh, my playlist is wild. What's on your playlist? I had my best friend make make my sex playlist because mm-hmm. I didn't have to. Yeah, you gotta have a girl make the playlist. Oh. Uh, because not I, when me, I though. huh? Not me. No, though. you. You stay away from my playlist. <laughs> Please let me make you one. <laughs> it's gonna have the lawn or the theme song. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Dying. Can we carry on? So she made your, your playlist? Yeah, yeah. She made the playlist because what I thought was was good wasn't good. Wow. Yeah. Is it like slow jam R&B? Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. what you want. Like mm-hmm. really sexy song. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, I need to get a girl, not me, yeah. my, my playlist. Because I just like type them in on YouTube and then the fucking advert comes on. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, shit. Like I need, I need to like make a proper playlist mm-hmm. and like jam to it yeah that's a good one Ooh. what's your favorite sex song then favorite one <laughs> oh i love it will we get flagged if i play them or no i like huh will we get flagged if i play them no no right. one with me i think oh, that's that's on here um i have that one there too oh so cool all right let's see um Let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's this one? It's going to kick in. The boy said, so you already know what's next. Do you know that song? It's Rihanna. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yes! I love that! 
that. Oh my God. Can we just talk about love for a second? Like, yeah. I love that that's your song. Do you believe in love? I do. I, I do. Yeah. I believe in love. Uh, soulmates. Do you believe in soulmates? Yeah, I do. I, do you believe in one soulmate or many soulmates? Multiple soulmates. Multiple. Yeah. I own that to so you too. What do you believe? Yeah, multiple. You believe in multiple soulmates? Mm -hmm. God, I love that. Like, as in, okay, explain what that means to you. you like, soulmate as like uh, a lover, a best friend, mm -hmm. uh, you know, someone like a ride or die, someone you protect. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like we're all designed to also, not designed, but I feel like we're all uh, assigned to to be uh, an angel for someone, like to help someone. Yes. Yeah. That's so beautiful. So you could be on the other side of the world mm -hmm. and find that. Yeah. I love that. Can you imagine a life where you effortlessly magnetize your dreams to you? Financial success, the love of your life, the family of your dreams, and everything you've ever dreamed of at your fingertips. With my approach to manifesting, I have a practical method where you use the power of your creative words. It's called scripting. We write in the past tense in a certain way to attract all our desires to us. I've done this. I met my husband in three weeks doing this. I helped myself heal twice. I helped myself get rid of a rash on my body. I have helped myself to elevate myself and get myself out there to so many people. I've changed my bank account number. I've added two zeros onto it. I have created abundance like I could never dream of. The most beautiful homes around the world. And you can do this too, like so many of my clients are currently doing right now. The success stories speak for themselves. I want to show you how to do it. This is for somebody who is ready though. Don't even bother coming unless you are ready to transform your life. If you feel like, oh, I'm on the fence. I don't know. None of this shit really works. Then baby, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for you. This works for somebody who says, I'm ready. I'm ready to try something else. Try using the power of my words. I want to learn in a curriculum. I want to be in a group with other like-minded individuals and I want to win. This is for entrepreneurs who are ready to go to the next level or maybe get out of corporate America and go to the entrepreneurship world. If you're ready, come and join us inside the Scripting Society and I'll see you there. See, I believe multiple soulmates. Like, I don't think there's one person for each of us. I think there's, you can marry, like you said, your best friend. You could marry your lover, and then you might marry another one. But they were that season that you needed. Yeah. They like, you know, I say like, this one before he led me down the aisle to where I am now. Mm -hmm. Like every person that you're with just takes you down the aisle to the next one. Yeah. They like set you up for that. If, if it doesn't work out, if it does, great. You know, and like I think for some people, they're so blessed to find the final soul. Mm -hmm. And that's the one they're going to go to the next lifetime and the next, probably. But who knows? I mean, I just, I believe that, I mean, fuck this. I said this the other day on social media, it went viral crazy. It got a lot of like backlash in it. So I was like, I believe a lot of personas, everything has a sell-by date. But I don't literally mean a relationship is going to sell out at some point. It just, Wait, so I'm, am I going to get canceled for saying I believe multiple soulmates? <laughs> <laughs> well, bring it, bitch. No, I <laughs> so I... I fucking own it. Like, I love yeah. this shit. Um, people have canceled it. They love it. It's just out there as fuck. It's, yeah. like, controversial. But the truth is, I believe that when something starts to get stale and you can't relight that flame, don't just stay in it for no reason. Yeah. Like, reignite it as much as you can. Like, give it a go. Again. Uh, and again. 
But at some point, it gets to the point and it's like, I can't reignite this flame anymore. And yeah. then you just got to go, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Because you are ruining that person's life by saying that if it's stale. Yeah. You know, like if you're arguing and you've got kids, your kids are growing up in that. And you want to stay together for the kids. But what's better, the kids seeing their parents argue or having two Christmases? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Two Christmases to me, two birthdays is better. Yeah. Like, it's so much more fun. I mean, I definitely believe in love on like a, a level. But so, do you think that you in this lifetime could be with one person, or do you believe that soul is not meant to be with other ones? Um, I mean, yeah, we're not, we're not. See, my parents are still together. So, so that's the only thing I really know. Yeah. Uh, is monogamy, but. Um, everybody has their yeah. their own like ways of, of thinking about things. Uh, you know, you got the open relationships. Uh, LA, I think a lot of it is, uh, you know, open. Yeah. A lot of people. Uh, are that are you single? I was single for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, like nine years. Really? Yeah. I was just like dating. Yeah. Really? Living the dream, sister. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, but like, and for me, it's all about like your mental health, your happiness. So I feel like if a relationship is, uh, affecting your happiness and your mental health, then you shouldn't be in it. Yeah, um, and everybody, what makes one person happy may not make the other person happy. So one person might be happy with uh, multiple partners. Um, and another person might not be happy with that. And then that just means that they're not meant to be together. You know? So true. I, I do agree. Like, if you're, you know, in that place, like, you got to protect yourself. Yeah. You have to defend yourself. You have to protect your own life. Yeah. You cannot let that dim for anybody. And, like, you have to look after this. We look after our bodies. We go to the gym. We look after ourselves, like, in so many ways. But how are we looking after our mental health? Yeah. You know, are we taking care of us? It's like, put the oxygen mask in you first so you can help somebody else. Mm -hmm. Are we helping ourselves first so we can help somebody else? Yeah. You know, I always think, like, when my son's, like, around me and he wants to go do something really late at night, I'm like, if I don't go to bed early, then I can't be there for you in the way that I need the next day. So I'm like, no, we have to do it early. We have to do it a bit early. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I always think about me showing up for him. Right. Like, every time I think about it, do you want kids one day? Yeah. Oh, my God, you're going to be the best dad. I better be. Yeah, you are. I know. <laughs> like, I know. You're going to be such a good dad. Some people have an energy of, like, good dad. Some people are like, I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I might need to put that liquor down and that thing down and, like, <laughs> think over. It's beautiful, Karen. I think you're really going to love it. Oh, good. And it's, it's such, yeah, really, like, it's the most crazy whirlwind of a journey. Jeff siblings? Yeah, one sister. Oh, nice. She's another, like, oh, no, she's. You know, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're both here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is so fun. Yeah, she manages me. Stop. No way. Yeah. Oh, bring it to me for some point. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's so cool. I love that. Keep it in the family. But I wish my siblings were here sometimes because yeah. then I'm like, I could do so much with them. I feel like blood is definitely thicker than water, but we also can choose our own friends, like choose our new family. And you right. made like a really solid group of people over the years, or are you quite like, keep yourself uh i'm i'm pretty much to myself but i have uh i have uh you know a select few people that i keep around but my yeah my circle is pretty pretty small pretty tight very much yeah. like me i i'll meet a lot of people and i'll like i've got loads of friends like my sweetie 
I am so to me, like yeah. I just keep it so tight. I think I'm actually secretly introvert, like half the time. Yeah. I'm like exceptionally extrovert, but like I actually I'm like I want to be in my own space mm-hmm. most of the times. So I'm like that's introverts. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I go I go to the movies by myself. Oh, I love that. I eat by myself. I I, I just uh like before I came here I was, I was at uh, Korean barbecue by myself just <sighs> in the tree. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. What's your favorite food? Sushi. I love sushi, but I don't eat the rice and I don't eat seaweed. I pull the whole thing apart and take the thing out the middle. I love sushi. Oh, so you just like fish? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't sushi. That's a sea. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, that's nice. Sushi's good. They got some good places here in LA. Too, they got like great that. places out here. Yeah, really good. I re- I always wonder. I'm like, if I'm near the ocean, I'm gonna order fish, and then if I'm in Lack of gonna order like animals. Mm. Not literally, just like you know. You're not gonna have a, a goat just. <laughs> I'm gonna order meat. Yeah. But I'm so con- like I don't know. I'm conscious about it. Like I just really eat fish. It's yeah. my like main thing. Yeah, me too. You know, I've got to be careful with mercury poisoning though. I know. So now I'm like vegetables with fish sometimes. Like how much am I allowed? I think it's um like salmon. You're good. I think it's more like the tuna I and things choose. like that. Yeah. Stop the tune in the swaz, like mm-hmm. I love those. So good. I know. We should definitely all do like a dinner at some point. Like some of our buddies who are like here. Okay. What's what's your favorite thing to do first thing in the morning? How do you wake up? Like do you what do you do? Straight um, bed. I I open my eyes, I go, I look at my phone, I turn on my lights because I, I turn on my lights through my phone. Um, That's cool. Yeah, because I got too lazy, so I had to figure it out. <laughs> or else I wouldn't wake up. If I don't turn on my lights, I don't wake up. Because I have the blackout turned on. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I just love to sleep so much. That's good. And then I uh, I brush my teeth in a shower, and then I'm out the door. Wow, that's it. And you're back late. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's your favorite thing to do on a date? On a date? Oh, I love fun stuff, like going to the gun range. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, <laughs> remind me never to go on a date starting next to you. <laughs> Why not? Terrified. You don't like gun raises? No, I love that shit, but I'd be terrified like accidentally if that was that one date that went wrong. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, I love like going to arcades too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Loves that shit. Yes. Yeah. I love, I just like doing fun stuff. Like eating's cool and stuff, but I'd rather. Yeah, do something active, go to the beach, go jet skiing, go, uh, yeah, stuff like that. That's so cool. You're really active, so you're not the type to be in the Maldives and around the beach. You're the type to, like, go to the Maldives and go snorkeling and have a full agenda every day. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. I stopped tanning a while ago. I was like, no, I need to actually do shit. I'm, like, too active. Yeah. It's funny. I don't even believe in vacations. And this is another thing where people are like, what? If you have a normal 9-5... And I rate that and you're fucking nailing it. I understand vacation mm-hmm. away from your work. I love what I do. So every t- every day I'm not doing it, it makes me feel out of alignment with my purpose. Right. So I'm like, I mean, even I took my son to Hawaii. And he's begging me now, mom, I want it this morning. Mom, I want to go back to Hawaii. I'm like, why? If I landed in, in like 
another country. You wouldn't even know where we are. <laughs> like, you would you have a noise. Like, we're Hawaii, baby. Like, I just hear it in, like, yeah. Sudan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys have no idea. But I'm like, so he's like, I want to go on holiday. And I'm like, oh, my God. So last time we went, while I was there, I was still filming. Like, I made sure I had stuff to do when yeah. I was there. Like, I feel just like, do you like vacations? Um, I feel like, uh, for me, I have to earn my vacation. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, if I you know, sign a deal or do something big or just do a movie or whatever, then I'll be like, okay, I can, I've earned it. Let me, let me do something mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate it like that. But um, for the most part, I don't really do like any celebrations or anything like that. Like I was just in uh, Saudi and it was, it was for work, but that was, I counted as vacation. That's so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how I count it. I'm like, yeah. when I'm on tour in like a fun place speaking, yeah. so what were you doing? A comedy show? No, I was, uh, it was a, uh, it was called the Gamers 8 convention. It's like the biggest convention, uh, Gamers convention in the world. Um, they're like, uh, I did an appearance there. Don't so, be uh, uh, no, no, just like, just being there. Oh shit, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, oh wow, yeah. that's so fun. Yeah, because you were, I saw you there with uh, Steve yeah. and uh, Tiger. I was like, oh yeah. my boy is in one place. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I was like, this cat, I was like, Right in the center, I was like, this guy, he looks cool. <laughs> you are, you're so fun. You've got like an amazing energy. Talking about energy, mm-hmm. do you believe in the law of attraction? Of course, the show's called Law of Attraction Secrets. Yeah. So it's like the secrets behind feeling good. Mm-hmm. Secrets behind what you attract in your life. Like, do you believe in it? Yeah, so I, um, I think that's kind of how I got to where I am today. It's like, I think I read the book, The Secret, when I was like, 13 or something i had no idea what Same, it was I read it at 15. oh really yeah and we're two years apart so that makes perfect oh yeah sense. yeah so i didn't know what it was i was just reading it. i was like oh it's cool and it's like if you do this you do that if you the same way that you can attract positive you can attract negative and all of that so i was just reading all that i didn't know what it was uh but i just applied it like subconsciously and yeah it was working wow yeah just look at how your life has shaped that may have been because of this new subconscious programming that you did. Yeah. And I try to tell other people, like, sometimes they'll say things like, oh, I kind of bombed that thing, or I mean, I'm not going to get this, or I'm not going to do that. I was like, don't even say those words. Don't even think those thoughts. Um, and I try to tell them, like, it's, it's their mindset. And and it's it's even beyond that. It's like you can, you can detect and you can feel if someone's, like, having a bad day. Yes. Uh, and they can cause their own bad day just by saying negative things about themselves. So uh, I was actually with a friend uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, I was I was telling him I was like, "Yo, you you gotta like you gotta walk, you gotta talk, you gotta act different because you gotta do it to yourself. You gotta be positive to yourself because it's coming off. And if you wanna you know do a deal with this other person or make money with this other person, they can." They can see like there's something off of this person, this negative energy, and they're not even going to want to get into business. They're not going to know why. They're just going to feel like, oh, there's just something I don't trust about this. So if you don't uh, up yourself, if you don't big up yourself, then uh, you're actually hurting yourself. So powerful. You're so right. Yeah. We can choose the way our day goes. Mm-hmm. When something bad happens and you stay in that bad place, another bad thing happens. And then another bad thing happens. Yeah. But actually, if you shift your mentality and you say, no, I, I'm going to be in a different place. I can see where the trajectory of this day is going. I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to feel empowered. Like I'm going to have 
the best day ever. No matter what happens right now, I'm changing the trajectory. When I get in a bad mood, I go straight for a walk. I get out the door, I go for a walk, I do qigong, whatever I need to do to shift that energy off me, shake it off and start again. Yeah. And I'm like, I just go again. And I just feel alive and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally change the trajectory of my day. I don't want to feel negative. I don't want to feel like stuck. I want to just get out of it because you attract what you are. Yeah. If you are positive inside and you feel good, like you feel good. Oh, you attract great. great things. Yes. <laughs> you attract great things too because you shimmy all day. Yeah. Right? But when you feel bad and you feel like the victim mentality and you stay there, you attract more shit to you. Yeah. And it just keeps, it's like a, what is it? Like a moss? Yeah. Just like, it just like keeps going and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's like a snowball. Yeah. Snowball effect. Yeah. yeah. That's not cool. You don't want to be stuck in a snowball effect. Yeah. And we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Like at some point, everyone's had a bad day or a bad yeah. season. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's about getting out of it. Yeah. And that's why you got to like be careful who you surround yourself with because if you surround yourself with people who have a lot of negative energy, you're going to pick up those habits. You're going to pick up like the way they talk to people, the way like they are like in traffic when they're honking their horn all the time, like the, the lack of patience. Uh, so yeah, you got to be protective of your energy, who you surround yourself with. 100%. I, I agree. Like I say to people, who do you surround yourself with? You're an average of those five people. Yeah you are becoming the people you spend time with. So even if they don't make as much as you, even if they haven't achieved as much as you, if they have desire to do it and their mentality and attitude is positive and excited and they are just an uplifting person, then great, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if they are not achieving as much as you, aren't earning as much as you and have the negative attitude on top of it, get out of my life. Yeah. The attitude is everything. I don't care what you do. I don't care how much you make. If you come with love and a positive elevation and make me feel elevated, stay in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that with men too. I'm like, <laughs> listen, anyhow, you bring your shit to me, get the fuck out. <laughs> like you can call me and have a rant for two minutes. Yeah. You can call me and, and just have oh, a really tough day. I'll listen. In fact, I'll even coach you through it. But from the time you start taking it out on me, you start walking around with a negative attitude when I am doing something amazing and you try and piss on my parade, bitch, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, I just don't take it. Yeah, yeah. You have to protect yourself. You have to feel like that, yeah. You have to. It's probably why you were single for eight years. Yeah. Because you were like, I'm not having anybody that is not a 10 out of 10. Yeah, and I'm quick to, like, just take someone out, out of my life. There's... This one person who was, um, they were just like, just rep repeatedly just doing the wrong things and like always apologizing on my bad, sorry this, and you know, uh, affecting other people's energy too that I was trying to work with and, and be around. And I just told them, I was like, yo, no, no, no hard feelings, no love lost, but I'm gonna block you uh, on everything. And I blocked them on everything. Wow, you needed to. Everything, phone number, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, everything. Just got my email address. He still emails me to this day. Oh. And it's been like eight years. You know, it's really brave that you actually decided to just go, I've got to block you on everything. Yeah. Because you were done with that energy. You were literally cutting the cord between you and that person. And yeah. you were like, no. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to deal with that energy anymore. I agree 
And I believe that we should all be doing more of this in the way that you choose who you surround yourself with. And even if it is family members that do not serve your journey, your mission, who you want to be and where you are, you don't have to ever tell them, fuck you, but you can just love them to the thought. Yeah. And I, I, I see him out in public and shake his hand and I'm still cool and cordial. Uh, but yeah, it's just, just can't, you can't, can't put yourself. You have one life to live. This is, right. not, this is not the dress rehearsal. Right, yeah. This is the real thing. <laughs> like, this is it, by the way. Like, you know, sometimes I walk around, like, I'm on my own. You know those days when you're a little bit tired, you've done so much, and you just, I don't know if you just have aptitude. I'm looking outside, I'm looking at the sky. I'm like, I feel so small. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the world, the universe is so big. I'm like, I'm so small. And I'm like, how can I not achieve everything I want? Like, how can I not? it it's so easy yeah you know i'm like this small little pawn on planet earth like i can totally just dictate my own life yeah i feel like we're in a simulation like i mean i, I talk about this like for days but i truly believe that we are living in a simulation i feel like it's a video game mm. do you think like do you know where we go do you feel like you know where we go after we go or like i hope we go to heaven i hope i go to heaven oh little angel legs <laughs> Just up there. It could be down. Who knows what happened next? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so beautiful. But I do I feel like we're in some kind of like simulation. I know there's so many different beliefs on this. Mm-hmm. But like I know that there's a higher power. Yeah. And I call it God. Everyone calls it something different. But like I know that we are like guided because when good things and bad things happen, the bad things you're pulled out of it and the good you know, there's like something greater. Yeah. Than us. Like we're so small and I look up and I'm like, what is up there? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know they've been to space, but like not even that far in the grand scheme of things. Did you yeah. notice other galaxies? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's other galaxies and shit. That's like We're in the Milky Way. That's still weird, but yeah. I didn't even realize it was like there's more of us. Yeah. There's like other things happening out there. Do you reckon aliens exist? They said they do. One. They said they caught some. What? They actually were like full blown caps. <laughs> Bring them in. <laughs> yes. What do they look like? I don't know. They're not black. I know that. <laughs> Are they green? That's what they put in the movies. Well, who knows? Why do they look like? I don't even think they look like humans. Or maybe they do. Even well, don't they say like the octopus or the squid is like the furthest from, like the closest to being an alien? Because the DNA in it? I don't know. And there's some weird stuff out there. When you go deep under the ocean, there's like some really weird creatures. Yeah. Really out there. Like some of their things, like they don't even need air, do they? Like, no. How do you live? <laughs> oh my God, don't. I could go into a whole show on like alien life. Yeah. You know, extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah not as here. The tortoise behind us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, tell me an I made it moment. I made it? Yeah, an I made it moment. Um when I when I was uh when I first started making videos, I remember walking down the Hollywood Boulevard and this guy came and I was like, yo, you made those videos on YouTube. I was like, what? Recognize me? And I had I didn't have any followers. I had like uh like a couple thousand followers and I just got happy that one person recognized me. 
that. And then that transformed into like something crazy, millions and millions and millions. Yeah, yeah. And like a billion loops on Vine, right? Yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah. Now, I was like, over a billion. I mean, that was like then. Like, I can't even imagine now. <laughs> You're so humble. I love it. You're so beautiful. Such a, a nice, loving energy. So if you could live anywhere on planet Earth, why would you want to live there and where would it be? Hmm. I don't know where, but definitely some kind of island. Yeah. I love the water. Yeah. I love the beaches. I love food. Uh, so that's that's the type of vibe. An island with good good uh good ocean, warm water, uh, nice food, and uh but do they have sushi there? Yeah, it's by the ocean. They're <laughs> I hope so. Okay, if you could go to this island, you could take nothing with you apart from one thing. What would the one thing be? Oh, um, wow. One thing? Like one item? Yeah. Not one thing. What would yours be? My phone. A million percent. Because then I can order food. Okay. Like, no, I'm joking, but like, I just can connect someone and be like, yo, motherfucker, come collect me. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I probably, uh, wow. Yeah. I think the phone is the, is the right answer. Yeah, you say the phone too. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of that. Like that, like mm-hmm. that. Mm, interesting. Not many people say it. They're like, uh-uh. But what if there's no service? Then we're fucked. Yeah. Then we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, what do you do? Can you recall a time in your life? This is totally off topic. But can you recall a time in your life where you felt totally alone? And what did you do? Because you're going to help somebody right now. Somebody needs this. When I felt alone? Um, yeah, there was, there was one time when I was, uh, I was hiking in Malibu. And uh, we went up the wrong trail and thought we were going to die. Like, we thought we were going to, like, fall off this cliff. Um, and uh, it was me, Summer Ray, and then a boyfriend at the time. Uh, and, yeah, we were just up there. And it wasn't looking good. We thought it was over. And in that moment, we all felt alone. Because we we all thought it's just you were hiking in a cliff. Yeah, but you just it was like the odds were totally against you. Yeah, yeah. Like there was so we got to this point where we went up and then we couldn't go up anymore. And then all the rocks behind, yeah, they all fell out. Oh my god! So it started off with like seven of us, and then it was me, Summer Ray, and her her uh, her boyfriend. Uh, we got we got to the to that one point and then everybody else, the rocks started to fall so they couldn't even come up to us. So they went down and they were safe and we just had to keep going up. No. Yeah. And uh yeah. in that time the only thing you could do was just like breathe, calm yourself down and just take it step by step. Wow. It took us like four hours and no cell phone reception. So we got to one place and then we got to another place and we just kept going and going and going. With hope of what? With hope of just making it over the, and the cliff just kept going up. It kept going higher. And then we got to one place where it was flat land and then it was another cliff. Um, and then we finally made it. And then we ran down, we saw like civilization. We're like, yeah. You're like, yeah. And then we saw a house with the hose. We just went to that house, got the hose, started spraying ourselves with like, water. 
and wow, then so uh, yeah and then uh we finally got service and we called them and we tried to tell them we were dropped their location dropped the pin and then we finally found them yeah gosh that was actually like a real experience of like not knowing what was going to happen yeah yeah wow you got through that mm-hmm. were you scared for your life you know the, your boy read the secret so i was good <laughs> the law of attraction. I love that. But was anybody else like really scared? I bet loads of people in that whole moment were just like, well, well yeah. Like, yeah, they were probably scared. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone, everyone else was, everybody was freaking out. I would be, I would be like mortified. Yeah, like, there was a lot of yelling going on. <laughs> yeah, really, because that happens. I might, when fear creates that, like yeah. fear naturally creates like heat and crazy reactions. Because fear is just false evidence appearing real. So, you know, you knew I'm going to be fine. I am already fine. Like, there yeah. was no way out for you other than being okay. Yeah. Like, somebody else didn't feel that. Somebody else was like, shit. Yeah. You know, what if, what if, what if. Yeah. How do you handle things about worry? Like, when you're worrying, how do you handle, like, worry? Um, yeah, I think my, I feel like, um, my mind is kind of just like really on a on a powerful uh, tip where I'd say, I don't really worry about anything. I feel like everything's gonna uh, work itself out. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I just leave it up to God. And you know, I just, it's all gonna work out. I don't, I don't care. It's like, whatever happens, happens. Love that. Yeah. That's so, so beautiful. Just like, it's okay. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. That's so beautiful. Oh my God. I could chat to you for hours. I feel like you have such great knowledge and wisdom. The fact you read The Secret is just like, yes. I love that. Such a 360 though. I read that book last 15, watched the movie and then met Rhonda like two years ago. Oh wow. She became my friend and mentored me and just like, what an amazing, she's been on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty much the entire cast who are now actually close friends of mine. John Asaraf's been on three times. Michael Beckwith. All the guys from The Secret are like, not all of them, but a lot of them, my friends. Dr. Martini's been on. Like, yeah, I've worked with a lot of these guys as well now. So it went from me like, I probably wanted to marry Michael Beckwith when I first saw him on there. And I was way too young. (laughs) I was like, oh, his dreadlocks are so nice. And then when I got old enough, like, he didn't know me. Obviously, I was just, you know, doing my own world 15 years ago whatever years ago and then when I came into the world that I'm in and became the presence that I am and what I do suddenly I'm like found myself stages with him mm-hmm. I was like wow it's like all true six he was just here like hanging out with me. oh it's cool Nice. But it's, just, it's such an amazing 360 that I now work with those people that I wanted to like like you you probably watched movies with oh, yeah. some of these people that you now sit alongside and you play the lead role like cool. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, huh? Mm-hmm. You're just feeling like full three sixty is possible, but that's because you've had the mindset of knowing I can do this. Yeah. You know, it's like you attract what you are. You literally do. Yeah. Oh God, thank you for coming. I've had the best time. Oh, thanks you. for having me. You're amazing. We'll definitely do part two when you sell that company and like turn it into that million yeah. beautiful production company. There's so much I want to talk about with you. Thank you so much for coming. If you guys have enjoyed today's show as much as I have, make sure that you follow Batch Below. I put his link so you can follow him on socials. 
you can go to his next comedy appearance. I'm so excited to yes. go. Yes. We're so going to be there. I'm so looking forward to it. Do you have anything you want to share with our audience? Um, be great. Spread, spread some positivity today. And uh, come to a comedy show, kingbatch.com. Get your tickets now. Woo! I love that. The link is below, kingbatch.com. Thank you so much for Thanks. coming. We'll see you again next week.